Welcome to Competent Couples Podcast, episode 38. Are you relying on your partner to play too many roles in your life? It may be time to take a look at personal and professional development outside of your relationship. In this episode, we talk about finding support groups and how to support your partner when they find theirs. Let's get to it. So what does professional and personal development mean to you? Let's define that first. That would probably have been a good thing for me to think about before we started recording this episode. I treat them as the same. See, and I feel like they're a little bit different, personal versus professional development. Like, I feel like personal is something you do when you're like, I'm going to work on myself and maybe like my communication skills or like my spirituality or how I treat others or anxiety or things like that. And you like get a book or you go to a therapist or something like that. I just think they're all together because if you're growing personally and professionally and you're becoming better at a topic, it bleeds over to both. I agree with that. So I guess that's why I bundle them up together. You know, so if I'm if I'm working on a on a goal to become a better communicator with you here at home, there's no way that that doesn't improve my communication at work. That's true. Or with other people. So maybe it's the same thing, but I also think that there's things that you can work on developing professionally that are like really specific businessy or work type skills like finance or yeah. accounting like a, like mm-hmm. a business trade or that like presentation skills yeah. though i suppose if you're a better presenter or a better negotiator we have already talked about how that benefits you at home <laughs> So I guess any type of development is good for you, whether you're learning something because you really have an issue at home and it ends up helping you at work, or you're learning something because you need to improve on something at work. It'll probably also help you at home. But as adults, I think it's really important that we keep working on our skills in all areas. And I also think that it's important that we encourage our partners to do that too. So uh, we've got a couple of things that we do, and I thought it would be relevant for us to share the topic as why we support the time commitment, because it's a time commitment to do, why we value it for each other. There's some things that you've seen on the internet that's like, your partner is your best friend, your intimate lover, your confidant, your financial decision maker with you your, you know, be all and all. It's like, that's a lot of things to fall underneath for one person to rely on the other person like solely for. And I think that masterminds uh, visage for me, I think you're going to get into your search for a business coach too, that you have other people outside of just yourself to help you bounce ideas off of share concepts with learn from have experiences be vulnerable with. I think that all benefits coming back. I think the time commitment pays dividends to the relationship. So, yeah, I think we should talk about some of those things, maybe what we've gotten out of them already, and also the sacrifices we've had to make to support each other in pursuing some of those things. Tell us about Vistage. So Vistage for me is my mastermind and business coach all tied up in the one. We meet nine times a year as a team. Uh, meet nine times a year one-on-one with your chair and 
my group is really well-rounded in personal and professional development. That's why I don't separate. It might be one of the reasons why I don't separate them. And the concept is, is that if you're organized and in control and are feel comfortable and confident with your home life, you can take that and move it to your business life. And if you're not, then it's really hard to say, you know what, I'm having challenges at home and feel like you can have everything put together at work too. You might be distracted. And I think vice versa, it goes both ways. So consistently working on two sides of the coin at the same time is what our team does a lot. And that's why we don't do business skill building all the time. We don't do finance stuff. We don't do sales stuff. We don't do... You've done um, some sales stuff. We don't do it all the time. Yeah. I need to follow it up with, we don't do it all the time. We do it, but then we also have a communication. We have negotiation. Health. Health. Uh, we've done personal finance stuff too. And that has always been a really well-rounded, you know, and while the group is confidential, I can't share any of the topics. And that's one of the awesome things about the Vistage Group anyways. I don't have enough fingers and toes to count the number of times that an issue has been brought to the group that it has to do with it's extremely personal in nature. It's extremely touchy in nature and that it is nothing to do with business at all. It's a family dynamic challenge one way or another. And the group has really helped each other work through them. And it gets presented to the group because that's the most important issue in that person's life at the time, right? Exactly. Yep. Yep. I mean, we can imagine situations like, and you know, an easy one is like health, you know, a spouse is going through a really hard health time. Like that's a distraction. If you don't have, you know, tools, options, um, referrals, uh, friendship, camaraderie, um, thoughtfulness around like, you know, how my wife's got cancer, you know, this is going to be like, this is distracting me from work. I need help to process it. Be fascinated about what I've always fascinated about what the group as a whole can provide to an issue like that. That's great. Sometimes it's doctor referrals. Sometimes it's I know about this or I've been through it or my mom's been through it or my dad's been through it or whatever. But there's always something to add to the table uh, so the group can help that individual process it. So about nine times a year, Bud's gone overnight usually and away from home. And he spends his whole work day going to do this. And it is a sacrifice for both of us at some level, you know, I got to take care of what's going on here and he needs to spend his time doing that. And it's important that I don't make him feel guilty about that. So I've always thought that this was really exciting. And I think that something that you do really well is that you always come home and you share it with me, like some nugget of something you learned, some bit of excitement. So I get excited for you when you get to go because I know that you're going to come home energized about it or you're going to tell me a little bit about the speaker that you had and some really cool lesson that you learned from them. There's a technical term for that. It's called the visage throw up. <laughs> Did you invent that term? No, well, it's literally something that's talked about. You know, no, it's take, not. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, you consume the information. And then your objective as a in the group, you know, I'm in a CE group. So the objective of a CE group then is to take that back to your team and bleh, throw it up on them. Oh my gosh. And that sounds terrible. But you have to you have to share it with them and talk to them about how you can implement it. Yeah. And how to use something. You know, we've implemented so many things together. You know, the 
benefactor of, the Vis- of Visage Throw Up was the personality assessments that we've taken. Oh, that's true. And the usefulness of those. Some of the person or some of the, you know, interpersonal development skills at work have been like, you know, you let the delinquent stand in the moment while they process their deficiencies. That was a quote from one of your speakers, right? Yes. And it's like, you know, if you're not happy with the way something's getting done or the timeline is being not being met, you know, you ask your teammate, like the expectation is that this is going to get done at 4 p.m. today and it's not done. When can I expect it? And you shut up. And you wait, and you wait, and you let the delinquent process their deficiencies. Is that, wait, is that something that you're doing to me as a Jedi mind trick now? No, I don't think I've had to do it to you lately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could after how many things I forgot on our recent trip to Las Vegas. I could, yes. This was supposed to be a trip on which you remembered your cell phone, your driver's license, and your laptop when you came home. <laughs> And then you wait, and I grovel. But I think you've paid the penance for that now, so not waiting for you anymore. Maybe that first night I was waiting for you. Oh, is that what happened? But not, but not now. So, you know, those are things that you learn, and then you, lack of a better term, you throw them up, you regurgitate them on your team and on your partner, and you find out if it's smart to implement them. Well, I think Vistage has been great for you and for us, and I'm glad that you have done it. I've also been involved in some professional development groups, and that's something that you've always been really encouraging about. My mastermind group that I meet with virtually every single week, and we talk about life and business. I did a women's mastermind group for a while that was kind of like a a paid group where you were paired with similar professionals. And I'm now searching for a paid mastermind with some sort of business coach, which is also something you've supported. So that's been great for me. And I appreciate that when you're home on lunch and I'm having my mastermind call, for the most part, you don't walk in in the background of my video. Sometimes I awkwardly wander in. Well, and they love stopping (laughs) what they're saying to wave at you and and cheer for Bud. So it's fine. I think having... You know, a a group or groups that you're in too, it allows you to have, like I might be the first one through, the first one, there's a saying that I usually say on a regular basis, the first one through the wall usually gets the bloodiest. So the first one who's going to break down a barrier is going to be the one that's going to get cut up, bruised, battered the most. Share a difficult idea, suggest a really radical change. A lot of times the first time you suggest that to someone, especially your partner, it can be met kind of negatively. Get the flinch. Oh. oh. Don't know about that. So um, what I think plays off for us with these groups is that our, you know, our groups may present, they may be the first one through the wall. Oh, and that's they true. get the bloodiest to, fur, to, to start with. And then we come back and we say, you know, this was brought up today. And, you know, I was surprised by it or it's taken back. You know, there's a need to be vulnerable about it. Um, Or I bring it up to you or you bring it up to me and we're the first ones through the wall. And then you talk with it with your group. And sometimes, you know, then then the follow up to, you know, the first one through the wall gets the bloodiest is sometimes you just need to hear the same thing in a different voice. Isn't that true? I thought we were going to talk about when I have a problem, you suggest a solution. I'm like, "Eh, I'm not sure that's it. And then I go to my mastermind group. They say the same thing. And I'm like, well, you know. 
that sounds like a really good idea all of a sudden. That's a perfect nature of, that's the perfect nature of how you work though. You know, you want to be, you want to marinate on things. You want to think about things. You want to have multiple points of, of confirmation, your big data research. I want to feel very comfortable and competent. So all along the way that, you know, the first voice or first idea, then there's the brewing period, then there's the data confirmation that somebody else has set it, and then you're starting to get comfortable with it, and then it sinks in. That's and probably I, true. And I don't resent that. The goal is, the objective that I have is to get you to do what I want you to do. I'm glad you said that because you could <laughs> always be really grouchy when I don't believe you when you say something and then I hear it from someone else and all of a sudden it's a brilliant idea. But usually you're just like, great, that's what I wanted you to get anyway. I wanted you to get there anyway. It's a good life lesson. Yep, I don't I don't get stuck up in or, or caught up in how you get there, more caught up in the, that you get there. And sometimes I'm wrong too. There's other times where I've you shared ideas and I've been like, you're the boss lady though. Like, you know, you know, your gut is telling you to do something like I'm not, this is what I would do, but like, I can't get in the way of you making that decision the way you think you should. Yeah. So it cuts both ways. You know, you can't always want to win, you know, and rooting for your spouse to be wrong is really weird too. Like root or... <laughs> It's like rooting for your business partner to be wrong all the time. So that wouldn't be awkward. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're supposed to be on the same page working toward the same goals. That's the goal. So tell me a little bit more about the paid mastermind or your, why do you want to make the jump from, you know, Vistage is obviously expense for Vistage. There always has been. Why do you want to make the jump from a group that's a peer to peer group? That's, mm -hmm. That meets independently and they're kind of self, you guys kind of self-manage yourselves to a, you want to invest some business money and some of your, some of your profits into a coach and a mastermind. Yeah, I want to get into a group that is actually led by someone who is the leader of the group rather than peer led. I think there's great peer led groups and I think they're great for accountability and for having people to talk to. But I also think there's something to be said for working with a leader of a group who's an experienced group leader, an experienced business person who can really help you to come up with big strategic ideas and then push you hard because they're being paid to do that and being paid to help you get to the next level. I also think that there seems to be a lot of groups out there where there are people working towards similar goals that can also be great connections and great possibilities for partnership. And that kind of thing comes out of doing business coaching as a group through something like a paid mastermind, as opposed to just working individually one-on-one -on -one with a business coach. So I don't have any like personal or relationship reasons for doing it other than I just want to take my business to the next level. So I don't know if it's particularly relevant for this podcast, but that's what's going on with me next. And I do appreciate that when I told you about the idea, you didn't think that I was absolutely bananas and throwing money away. I think that you approached it with a questioning mindset, not accusatory questions like how much is that going to cost and how much time are you required to spend doing that? But like open questions like why do you want to do it and what are you looking for and how are you looking? Can I help in any way? 
So I think that that has been great from your end and from for anyone else who might have a partner who is looking to invest in some career expansion in some way. You know, it doesn't have to just be growing a business, but also there are programs that help professionals to improve their executive skills and things like that. Um, I think it's really important for partners to listen first when someone's talking about making a big investment that impacts their career or their business and to ask those good supportive questions. I think it's a great use of your resources too. You know, we got two kinds of resources, time resource and capital money resource. And I think it's a great concept for you to deploy your time and money towards something like this. I think it'll accelerate what you want to be doing and where you want to be going. And I think it's also good for me to not feel like I may need to be the one that's always the accountability buddy mm. too. I think that's such a good point because I actually got involved in my first women's mastermind group because I was tired of you being the only person that I could ask questions and you being the only person that was holding me accountable through our monthly goal planning process. I wanted to have someone else I could ask. I I wanted other opinions so I didn't feel like I had to just follow what you were saying all the time. You know, sometimes having an accountability group or a mastermind group to also ask similar questions gives you an out with your partner. So if they've suggested something and you don't really like their solution, you can say, well, you know, so-and-so suggested something else and that makes more sense to me. So it puts you on a better footing with your partner, I think, that they don't think you're just ignoring them, but getting some other counsel. But I do... I totally agree. I think it's so important if you're reaching toward big goals to have a group to hold you accountable to those that's not just your partner because that person can really turn into someone that you feel like is just checking up on you all the time. I'm someone that tends to feel, I really fear letting people down. I want to say it's like one of my greatest fears. Just that, yeah, I'm afraid of letting people down. So when you're the person that I'm telling my goals to, that I'm reporting in, if I don't hit them or I feel like I need to pivot, then I feel like I need to justify myself to you or that you might be let down by me. So it's important to me that I have developed some other groups to support me in my business so that our conversations don't always have so much pressure. There's two more things I think are useful to talk about. So one of the things that I see the group that I'm involved with too is a great place to run test conversations. Like, like a role play conversation, not really role play, but like, I mean, something like, you know, this happened this week and Sarah forgot her phone and her computer. And I really want her to do like a checklist (laughs) and, you know, craft a checklist of items that she's going to do for packing so that the next time that we leave, it's like, she can submit it to me and I can approve it and we can leave. We don't have any issues. Oh, and, yeah. And you share that with the group and I share it candidly because it's funny uh, to think about or it you, like that. And or the group, you share it on your podcast that you record. Yep. And there's and I can, I can hear one of my Visage members in the back of my head, Julia, saying like, she is not your child. You do not make her fill out a checklist. <laughs> Good. I like Julia already. That's, a, that's like a specific example. You know, there's other ones, but sometimes you just need somebody to like, 
this is what it's making me feel like. And you can run a test conversation on your feelings and they can be a little barometer for you. Like I totally understand. And you need to talk to your partner about that. Or, you know, have you considered thinking about it like this? Or have you considered your partner may feel this way? And if a mastermind isn't for you, or if there isn't a group or you don't feel comfortable in big situations, I think the other thing that we do really well is we both have trusted confidence that are one-on-one people. Oh, like friends or mm-hmm. business mentors? And, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're where we talk one-on-one, that it's not a big group. And, um, you know, we each will have one, probably more than one for each of us on top of that, too. Um, and it's just a good opportunity to have somebody to, like, bounce an idea off of and check in and going through, like I like I led with, going through life and having your partner, your romantic partner, and your emotional partner and, you know, handle all of these cards at the same time can be cumbersome. It'd be a lot to yeah. ask. And the long list of, that you said at the beginning. Huge long list. And there, that could be a lot of ask and a lot of risk involved, if not lived up to expectations too. Yeah. So having a group of supporting role players in a confidants, masterminds, and groups that you're a part of can really play a helpful hand in the overall development of you personally, professionally, and in your relationship together. That sounds so true. So we like to ever end, end every episode with a challenge, something actionable that you can put into practice today. And that is... To think about who your support group might be, personally or professionally, and seek one out if you're really relying on your partner for every little bit of your personal and professional development. They're the only person you talk to about your hard problems. They're the only person that you ask your work and business questions. It's probably time to expand your network a little bit and it might require some legwork on your part to find the right group. You know, maybe it's a paid business related group. Maybe it's just something through your community or your place of worship. But it's important to have a group where you can bring your development questions or get training on things that you need to work on or just go to the library and find some books. But I would say your confident couples challenge for the day is to seek out a support group of some kind and make that move for yourself. If you're part of a group, business-wise or professional-wise, I'd love to hear from you and find out how you're maybe putting these practices in the work organically, naturally, already. I'd love to learn more about the topic. That's something I'm passionate about that I think groups provide more than just one avenue of change and improvement. So let us know, slide our DMs, or go to our website, which is budandsarah.com. Awesome. Thanks for listening, and cheers to Confident Couples. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Confident Couples Podcast. If we've helped your relationship in any way, we'd love to hear about it. That's what keeps us going and keeps us recording these episodes. Let us know by submitting an anonymous contact form at budandsarah.com or send an Instagram message to at budandsarah or best of all, leave a positive review on your podcast app. We hope to hear from you and we'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.